Welcome back to episode four of the Maroon Weekly. As always, I'm Austin. Can I do the intro this week? Hello, and welcome back to the Maroon Weekly. It's episode four, and we're going into sixth week. I'm Miles. I'm Austin. And let's get right into the news. So, on Tuesday, members of the university community held a sit-in protest during Professor Luigi Zingales' class on the fintech revolution, responding to Zingales' recent invitation of Steve Bannon to speak on campus. After the class, Zingales met with protesters and agreed to organize a town hall discussion. Madeline Johnson, who's a member of the UC Democrats, said in a statement to the Maroon that, quote, he's so far been very respectful and very responsive, and we appreciate his willingness to speak to the students whom his invitation harms. We can reason with Professor Zingales. We cannot reason with Steve Bannon. In a statement to the Maroon, Zingales said, This morning the students' protest was very civilized. I thank the protesting students for the respectful behavior, and I also admire their civic engagement. I had the opportunity to chat with some of them after class. I hope that our disagreements could be an opportunity for further civilized discussions and a mutual learning for me and the entire University of Chicago community. Also in the news. Phoenix Survivors Alliance held a protest at Cobb Gate on Thursday calling for the university to reform its disciplinary policies regarding gender-based harassment, discrimination, and sexual misconduct. Finally, about 60 protesters gathered outside Booth Harper Center this past Friday to protest Professor Zingales' invitation of Stephen Bannon, while another dozen protesters gathered across the street in support of Bannon's right to speak. see the best of the First Amendment going on on both sides of the street. Obviously, everyone is here exercising their First Amendment rights, and, uh, you know, I'm glad to see that people feel strongly about this issue. I also want to say, I don't think any of us, except for Luke over here, are pro-Bannon. I think we're all pro-speech. And we're all here under to unite under this banner of America and free speech, and even if it was a radical leftist speaker, we'd all still be here. The Maroon also covered that protest in a video format, which will be available on our website coming soon. The women's basketball team has been killing it lately, and currently they're on a 15-game win streak, undefeated in conference, and they have an overall record of 17-2. and Austin and I sat down with Madison Dunbar and Elizabeth Nye, two fourth years on the team, to talk about their incredible season and what it's like being part of varsity athletics at U Chicago. My favorite thing is like my friends who are like, I've never been to a basketball game, I've never been to an entire sporting event, like at University of Chicago, like they're seniors and they're like, I'm gonna come to your basketball game. Like for me that was probably like the coolest experience. Dunbar. I'm a fourth year and so I've been playing basketball here for four years and it's just been one of like my most rewarding college experiences and it's really been so great that we've been doing so well this year so it's just been fun. Yeah I'm Elizabeth Nye. I'm also fourth year um, Paul Paul major and 
I would echo what Maddie says about like basketball. This like it's a good year for us to go out on. So getting right into it, yesterday you guys played Emory, and it was a pretty big win. So could you guys talk about a little bit about that game, what the Emory game was like for you guys, what was challenging, what wasn't? Yeah, so we actually played them. The way the UAA works is we you have you have like one. We went and played them last weekend. We played Emory and Rochester last week, and then we had to play them again this weekend. Um, so it's really hard to beat like a good team twice. And plus, like once you played someone last weekend, they the scout is better. Like they know everything you're doing. They know how you score, how you play defense. They, so I think like that presented a new and unique challenge this weekend. With that win, you guys are now fifteen on a fifteen and zero streak, seventeen and two overall. What is what's clicking for you guys? Like, how have all of a sudden you guys just started beating everybody? Yeah. So I think what's great about our team is we obviously have like a lot of like star players, a lot of talent, but we really just have a pretty deep bench, and I would say like everyone on the team contributes something. So different people have big games for each game. So it's kind of like. If other teams can stop one aspect of us, someone else on our team will step up. And so we just really have a lot going for us there. And I think we've just been playing well, clicking as a team. Yeah. I think we're also just having, like, a lot of fun playing at this point. Like, basketball's a really long season, so you're obviously going to have, like, ups and downs. But when you're winning, everything's a lot better. Do you mind sharing like your favorite moment from the season, like uh, something that was challenging or difficult or like really exciting? And um, I would say one of my favorite memories of the season so far was our first UAA travel trip, and I just like it really brought me back to my freshman year, thinking how cool it was to be traveling with the men's team. We get to go to these cool cities, and then seeing that happening for the freshmen on our team, it was like a full circle moment. <laughs> And I was just really excited for them, and it made me kind of reflect on my four years here and think of how lucky we are to be able to travel all over the country playing basketball. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of my favorite moment. I think for the most part, like, some of the moments that, like, are just, like, super little things that, like, looking back, like, you're kind of like, oh, those things add up. I think some of the biggest ones are always, like, our bench celebrations, like, it's so fun. Like, honestly, to come our, to our games just to watch, like, our bench celebrate people, like, we heckle the crap out of other teams. And we, like, we're, we're, like, halfway on the court, like, when we do something well. And I think just, like, watching that, like, watching how much this team is willing to celebrate each other, even, like, some people play more than others, and, like, that's going to happen no matter what. But just the, the ability to kind of, like, celebrate the little things and, like, someone breaks someone's ankles, like, we're halfway on the court. And, like, we're just, like, screaming. Like, refs tell us to sit down. Like, they're like, this is D3 women's basketball. Like, you need to chill. And we're like, no. We just have no chill. Talking more about the team dynamic then, a lot of the team this year is freshmen, like, almost half of the team. So you guys being seniors, both, um, have you guys had to step up and take, like, a leadership role, like, coaching the freshmen? What has having a super young team made the team dynamic like? Honestly, it's just made it a lot more fun. Uh, absolutely none of them have been, like, difficult or anything this year, so it's not that we've had to, like, step up and help them out. It's just, like, it's kind of like they keep us young and, like, yeah. they add such, like, a fun feeling to our team always, like, during practice, games, on the bench, like we were talking about. Yeah. 
So just like the new energy they bring has been great. So they've added nothing but good stuff to our team. And they're just hysterical. (laughs) They're just like funny to be around. Um, And I think like it's easy like at East Chicago to kind of like be like get jaded by the experience and especially like with basketball. Like four years of college basketball is a lot. And I think like there's like times where they're just like they remind me like it's just basketball. Like it's supposed to be fun. And I think like that's an attitude that this year's team has adopted, like, has kind of bought into the fact that, like, it should be fun a lot more than other te- other teams, like, I think in, like, my past four years. Um, and it reminds me a lot of, like, the team I had, that we had our freshman year. Like, that team bought into, like, this should be fun. Like, this is supposed to be a fun experience. And, like, don't stress about it. Like, don't stress about the little things. And I think these freshmen, this, like, this group of freshmen has really, like, made that One thing I wanted to know as someone who's not a student athlete is like, what is it like to be an athlete at U Chicago for four years, um, and how has that maybe tinted your experience here, or like what you've um, gotten involved with in addition to like what you study and playing on the team? I'd say like it's tough, like especially like our season goes from basically second week fall quarter all the way through winter quarter. So like we like you come in right away and like you have your team and like that's who like is your friends and stuff like that so it's kind of for like I don't know at least like freshman year I felt like sometimes you get stuck in this like not stuck that's kind of a bad word but like you get like into this community and into these people who have like very similar experiences that you do and it's tougher to branch out from that but I think like as you go through your four years you start joining like I feel like I started joining like other clubs other organizations and like was able to like branch out make new friends And just to speak that, you know, basketball can sometimes add stress in your life in the sense that, like, oh, I already have so much homework, and now I have to go to practice, and it really is a time commitment, but I think that's made me appreciate the team so much more because I have these other 10, 15 girls who are going through it and are like, oh, don't worry, like, I can help you with that homework, or don't worry, like, you'll get it done, and just, like, are there supporting you, like, throughout the four years, so it's really been a rewarding experience. It's made it tougher, but I've learned a lot from it, and it's made me better at time management skills, things like that. Yeah. <laughs> so you talked a little bit about, like, Loving the fans and cheering when they maybe your friends would come out to see you. I went to my first like varsity sport yesterday to watch you guys' Emory game. Yeah. Nice. Um, so specifically to you, Chicago, most students I feel like support the varsity athletics, but they don't really go out. Like they like what you guys do, but they don't go out there. So what do you say to the kids that don't go out there but do support you guys? And when I was there, at least the spirit was like much higher than I expected. I was surprised by how much energy there was at the game. So what do you guys think about that? Um. Just that if you come, it might surprise you. Uh, We do have, like, some of the best supporters of our program. Like, I know we have the band who's at every UAA game, and they're amazing, and they always, like, hype us up with their music. And the cheerleaders who are so awesome. And, like, sometimes they'll be doing the cheers, and, like, our bench will be doing the cheers right along with them that we, like, know so well. Like, we have some of our favorite, like, cheers from them. And... Just like Beth was talking about earlier, like how hype our bench is during the games. So 
just like it's better than you think and like there's this really like great like electric environment at some of our games especially now that we've been winning a lot and we're like really getting into like the end of our season so just would suggest trying it out and it's really fun i think yeah and it's just like i think we like play it like super like easy times like we play in like sunday afternoons and like friday nights like before you would like go out or whatever like class is over and it's not like super late at night so like just come and like see if you like it and like if it's something you enjoy like you can always get involved like there's so many things like in the athletic department that like people like we have a we have a manager this year like the the guys have had managers in the past like there are people who like they might just be interested in sports and like maybe they like don't want to play or like they like don't feel like they're good enough or whatever but like they just want to be part of it and I think like we like people who want to be like part of it because like for us it's like we want to share this experience with everyone else so if people want to come out we should definitely come out just to wrap it up what do you guys think the end of the season looks like you guys gonna stay undefeated for the rest of the season going forward <laughs> it'd be nice to win our last ever college basketball game but um yeah that's the plan that's the, <laughs> i mean that's the plan like nice. yeah it sounds pretty nice i think just like i think this team is very capable we've played all seven teams in the uaa and we'll play now we have the back half of the uaa i think it's very possible to win out the UAA and then put ourselves in. If we win the UAA, we get an automatic bid into the NCAA tournament. And I think if we win out, we'll definitely have a hopefully home court for the first weekend, of, maybe for the first weekend of the NCAA tournament, which would be pretty cool. Um, and I think I don't know. I think this team can make a run. I think we're we're like talented. We might be young, but I don't know. I think we have experience in like the four upperclassmen that. Like a lot, we have a lot of minutes from those, like from the four upperclassmen. The Maroons' next home game is Friday, February 16th, where they will be trying to pick up a win against Carnegie Mellon and keep their momentum going into playoffs. sure to check out our sister pod, The Arts Cast, for more great content from the Maroon. Good morning. I'm David Wyman. I'm a second year at the University of Chicago, and I'm the editor-in-chief of the Citizen Bulletin. And what is the Citizen Bulletin? Good question. The Citizen Bulletin is a nonpartisan, student-run newsletter published by the University of Chicago Democracy Initiative and we are dedicated to keeping you Chicago students like you informed about local, state, and national government. Wow, that's really awesome. Could you give us a rundown of what's in the bulletin this week? Absolutely. Our highlights this week include Mayor Rahm Emanuel convinced Shop and Save to build a grocery store in the South Shore's Jeffrey Plaza in exchange for a TIF subsidy, and four years after he promised to replace the Dominic's grocery store that closed at that location. Representative Bobby Rush boycotted the State of the Union address, and President Trump approved the release of a memo containing classified information over the objections of senior intelligence officials that sought to discredit the FBI investigation into the Trump campaign. If you want to learn more about us, you can subscribe to our weekly newsletters or you can visit ucdemocracy.weebly.com.
If you missed it, make sure to check out our special episode featuring an interview with law professor Jeffrey Stone on Bannon's invitation and free speech on campus, which dropped this past weekend. We have a couple amazing events coming up this week. On Wednesday, Justin Trudeau, the Prime Minister of Canada, is coming to speak at the IOP for their fifth anniversary. Unfortunately, the tickets sold out in about 10 minutes, but you can catch it via live stream on the IOP website, and there will be overflow seating available in Hutchins and Commons. Also, at 6 p.m. on Tuesday, Reparations at UChicago will be hosting a teach-in on reparations, community benefit agreements, and the university. That'll be in the Bartlett Trophy Lounge. If you want to check out more events, you can go to chicagomaroon.com events, and we have an awesome interactive calendar. As always, we have our awesome tech fact. SpaceX launched a satellite this past week, and the booster rocket, which sent it into orbit, was supposed to intentionally crash land while experimenting with a new deceleration technique on the way down. SpaceX even stated before the launch that they had no plans to recover the booster rocket, yet somehow it miraculously survived the landing, and SpaceX is now working to recover the rocket. Also, tomorrow, Tuesday, February the 6th, SpaceX is scheduled to launch its Falcon Heavy rocket for the first time, a huge step for the company. The Falcon Heavy is a beast of a rocket, and Musk has claimed the rocket can reach all the way to Mars and has stated he wants to utilize the Heavy to shuttle payloads to Mars in the future. Thank you for listening. That's what we've got for you this week. We want to thank Madison Dunbar and Elizabeth Nye for talking to us about the basketball team. David Wyman for giving us a Citizen Bulletin update. Aaron Sendon for his great music. As always, Ben Kent and the entire Logan Cage staff. And Catherine McDonald for her continued, unwavering, and infallible support of this project. I'm Miles. I'm Austin. And we'll catch you next week. <laughs>